Trey's Tea Podcast, Episode 9, Relationships. I'm your host, Tracy Turner. Thank you so much for joining me. I know it has been a while since I've, you know, done any new podcast. I've just been so busy and then so many things happening. But I want to talk about relationships. So many people um, that I've known or that I know, you know, are in relationships. And a lot of the relationships are not successful per se right now because the reality is relationships are pretty hard you know in a way especially if you don't have peace within yourself and you are not um and you haven't dealt with the trauma of your past and the heartaches and the heartbreaks you know that you could have had you know from a previous relationship or, you know, maybe you have a mother, uh, a baby's mother who really broke your heart because your intentions was to be family. You know, you wanted to create a unit with um, with this lady and, you know, you all have your child together and that's what you wanted. But somehow along the way, you saw that that toxic connection could not be tolerated even for you know your kids that you love so much so it was best for you all to separate a lot of times you know when men sometimes when you know it's a you know like a woman gets pregnant and you all are in a relationship the father does want the relationship and sometimes it just can't happen because maybe you didn't really understand or see the way that you two were so toxic together and what you really want is to bring your kids your child up in a home of peace you know so that it allows them to grow but if you both are not on the same accord and it could be either way man or the female um just aren't on one accord then you know what do you do and maybe your relationship as the man to see that sometimes people don't know how to live in peace. I know people don't understand that. And like, what do you mean people don't know how to live in peace? Just what I said. You know, because what they're looking to, maybe they think they're bored. And what they're looking for is something that can bring the familiarity. I can't even say the word familiarity. You know what I mean? Of the case the chaos and trauma of their past you know some people when you haven't (laughs) made peace unpacked and got the understanding from an old trauma old hurt or the patterns and the cycle that you've gone through you haven't got the lesson yet you look for ways to repeat it and it comes out in different ways and sometimes that is the reason why you can't you can't live in peace because you're still attached to the past so the residue of the past won't allow you to have the peace in the now that's why i'm that's what i'm always saying you've got to unpack the past so that you are able to live in the now and appreciate the now and give to the now and not always go back to once you've released that and understand that and looked at it from different perspectives then you can move forward and live in the now and you know keep going for the future but if you are looking for that 
contention, right? Because you want the tension in the house because that's what you're used to. You're used to the trauma. So you don't know what to do with the peace. And until you pack it, you won't ever find the peaceful relationship where you all are continuously getting better. Because really, when you're in a relationship, and let's say you're bored, and you want, you know, you're bored, you want the relationship, it's really fine and it's peaceful. When you get to that point where you feel like you're bored, what you're supposed to do is to lean into your partner, not look outside of it, right? Anything, you know, that you want to give more to and you want it to grow, you lean into that, right? Because to me, the most fertile ground is the human mind. You know, if somebody is taking your attention away from your home, then how is your home life getting any better, right? So if you want your home life to get better, you have to lean into your home life. And sometimes leaning into your home life is realizing that you need to get out because it will never be the type of home that allows the relationship to grow, even the relationship with your child to grow, because that person is in the other person in the relationship is used to the toxic energy that they've always been accustomed to. So, you know, you have to leave. That's why I always say when you're trying to be in a relationship, the best time to meet someone is when you are, you have unpacked your life and you're okay and you're living in the now and you're happy. You know, you know, regardless of what, happens when a relate in a relationship and you know you're self you're self-loved right if that relationship doesn't work out you're okay with it not because you didn't want the relationship to work but you have a great relationship with yourself and you were once happy with yourself you know what I mean and a lot of people will go through this self-awareness journey and get tired because sometimes it's a lot to unpack and to learn and to whoa and oh I'm driving too while I'm doing this because I'm trying to get this thing done but um one of the things that it's hard to accept is that you really haven't dealt with yourself so you meet this great guy because man they are a great distraction from you not getting doing the work right because the perfect person is going to come along and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, maybe I don't need to keep going on my self-awareness journey because I have this great person to share my life with. Well, guess what? <laughs> when you do not unpack and understand your triggers, your um, you don't unpack your past, you don't unpack your past traumas and chaos, old relationships, old friendships that maybe have gone sour. When you don't unpack those things, it has a way of showing up in that other person because the person will tie to your toxic trait more so than your healing trait because you're not there yet. And they will be so perfect because the thing is when you're in that um, self-awareness journey a lot of brokenness shows up 
right? It's brought to the surface. That energy is brought to the surface. So the person who you've met that's so perfect is probably mending in with that brokenness more so than the parts that are healing, right? So you've got to, you know, you may not even be aware of it because it it has that new, new feel, right? Everything that's new feels good and um, hopeful and it looks beautiful. But if the journey within yourself is not complete, you've got to figure out where that man or that woman is fitting, right? Is she fitting to your healing or is she feeling to your distraction so you don't have to deal with yourself? You know, a lot of people will put religion in a space so that they don't have to deal with themselves. A lot of people will put a job in there to distract them so they don't have to deal with themselves and they don't really have to heal. Because, you know, if you have a great job that you're, you know, leaning into and you're getting it done or, you know, it's your new business venture, that is a great distraction to not have to deal with yourself because you really don't have time for peace. You're busy trying to get things done, but that's the distraction. And sometimes we will put a lot of things in that void. Instead of having to deal with ourselves, deal with our past, deal with the people who really keep you in a chaotic headspace. You know what I mean? We won't look for the the way to understand ourselves so that we are standing and we're whole. Like anything I always say when you standing up when you're approaching success whatever that success looks like to you the objective should be to arrive whole because a lot of times with that success you know comes with it it could mean money it could be fame it could be both hopefully it's both hopefully it's money more so than fame because who really wants fame right but when you arrive you want to arrive whole because Money is a magnifier. So is fame. It will show the brokenness even more so. You know, and you can try to cover it up for as long as you can, but eventually it's going to seep out. So while you're going on, you know, maybe your objective is to get married and, you know, be in a healthy relationship. How do you get to be in a healthy relationship when you are in you are not in a healthy relationship? with yourself how does that work how is that miraculously gonna work and that's the thing with relationships a lot of times when you're in a relationship and you finally see that it is not the relationship that you envisioned well did you do the work before you got to it because a lot of times if you truly heal and get yourself in perspective and you're loving yourself and you're aware of who you are you understand your worth without all of the other stuff you know like materialistic things like you are in it when you get to that healing place sometimes the person who you were in a relationship with who you thought was going to be there is not going to be there because that's a different headspace that you're in and they don't necessarily fill the void that you were feeling when you were in your brokenness. So, you know, like if me and my husband, we um, 
got divorced, then I'm not going to rush. Well, there's a lot of reasons why I won't rush into another relationship. Number one of the reasons why if I wouldn't rush into, you know, a relationship, another relationship is because relationships require time. And I don't know if I would want to give up my time for another relationship that I want to spend in doing the things that I want, you know, in this life. You know, you got to think of that. A lot of, one of, well, both my sisters, you know, what if, if one of my things that I was wishing for my, you know, two sisters, it would be, and my brother, it would be um, to find and have healthy, you know, romantic relationships, you know, and him, you know, for my sisters, her, for my brother, would bring out the best in them. You know, that would be my one, you know, wish. But in order to get there and to say that and to have that, it requires time. And I think that's one of the things that people try to pretend like that they have that. You know, they want to give up their time. You know, you want to give up your time till your money gets funny. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I got to work. Right? So you can't give the time that's needed for the relationship to become what it needs to become. And that's why a lot of relationships, marriages, end within the first three years, if you ask me. Because it isn't an adjustment of time. It's an adjustment into not thinking of self. You know, so if me and my husband, you know, got divorced, I would not be looking for a relationship at all. You know what I mean? Not because, not because I don't think relationships are beautiful things. It's just, you know, me being married for as long as I have been in, in this relationship, I know what it takes. And it's not something that I'm willing to sacrifice of me, which is to me the most important commodity there is. And that's time. I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm just not interested. So a relationship would not be on my radar. You know what I mean? And um, that's what I think a lot of people are saying they want a relationship, but they're not willing to do what's necessary in order to be in that relationship. Or the other partner hasn't created the, like, to me, women need respect and security in order to blossom into being whatever that relation, you know, being the woman in the relationship. And to me, the man needs unconditional love in a way you know but both of them can't get that like you can't get the real love that you want and the condition unconditional love that you want from that woman because you haven't given her the security and respect needed in order to get it you know it's conditional and a lot of people aren't willing to waste their time right and stick around to see what that person can really give you know and a lot of times to me relationships are not looking at who that person is you're just looking at how you feel and a lot of times what's required for you to get that peaceful home is you bringing in the peace a lot of people don't want peace a lot of people a lot of people wake up and say i'm going to choose the violence 
you know and the violence isn't necessarily violence the violence necessarily is having an attitude and not speaking and getting to the point you talk about everything except what's really is you know the issue right relationships require you to be an emotionally mature adult and that in it's the you know the real problem is most people are not are not emotionally mature adults just not it requires hard work to get there it requires maturity because right when you get there it's going to be a lesson oh it's ridiculous right it's a lot i'm going to take a quick break and i will be right back thank you talk about and give two definitions. The first one is emotional intelligence. It's the ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions in positive ways to relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges, and diffuse conflict. Now, emotional maturity is a high and appropriate level of emotional control and expression. So how do you act when you're in a relationship and a conflict comes up? What is your emotional IQ? What is your emotional maturity? Now, listen to this. Emotional immaturity, on the other hand, is a tendency to express emotions without restraint or disproportionately to the situation. Which do you identify with the most? Welcome back. So relationships in all types require emotional maturity. Um, that's with a parent and a child, and the, the child is, you know, becoming an adult and then looking back and realizing that the relationship that you may have with your mother or father is not, you know, necessarily a happy one because they were always putting you down or always having an opinion. The unfortunate part of that is that we can assign our worth to the world to the opinion of our parents. But what you eventually have to, you know, mature and recognize and understand fully is that their opinion of you did not belong to you. It belongs to them. And it's not necessarily anything that you can fix. It's up to them to realize you could bring it to their attention, right? And you could say, you know, the way that you did blah, 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 it made me feel that I was not worthy and I am not worthy of a man's or woman's love, like genuine love and care. You know, it it often um, correlates to you being a people pleaser, right? So you're always trying to make other people happy and you will sacrifice yourself to make someone else happy, someone else to like you so that you can feel that you are worthy, but your worth comes from you. And it takes, you know, it could take years, especially if that parent was emotionally abusive as well as physically, 
right? The emotional abuse, of course, is um, the hardest to overcome because you are in charge of your emotions. And, you know, once something gets stuck in your brain, it takes a conscious effort to change it until it's automatic, right? And it has to be, you know, you have to catch yourself every time you're about to go down that rabbit hole of why you're not worthy of someone who is true, right? And then what'll happen is you'll start creating friendships and romantic relationships to people who can feed into that toxic, right? Into that toxic thought. And a lot of times people will find themselves, you know, exchanging the abuse from the mother or father to that abuse of a man, right? Or woman, because the abuse feels familiar. That's why, you know, some people will not want a good guy, you know, because it's not familiar to them, mostly, right? It has to be more than he, you know, he's not a bad boy. Well, why do you want a bad boy? Because the bad boy fits your, fits into the toxic mindset, right? So it takes emotional maturity to be able to see and unpack and understand why you always seems to choose this type of person, right? To even be friends with, in, especially in romantic relationships. And most of the times the romantic relationships that we create and get into is a catalyst to you understanding self. Because it's about the management of self, the management of your thoughts, the management of your narrative. You know, you can't say, I need somebody who's going to make me happy. Well, if you're sad (laughs) 98% of the time with yourself, no one's going to be able to fill that void completely. Right? And then if you get someone who is trying to fill that void all the time, then you have to that should make you question, well, why are you so empty of yourself that you're trying to fill me up? You know, it's about um, us doing for each other what we want to do for ourselves. Even the love that we, you know, once you have your self-love and you understand your self-awareness, then the love that you feed to relationships, whether it's with your spouse, kids, whomever, is from the overflow You know, that's why you can't, when you find yourself in relationships and you don't know when to say when, because you don't understand that love is not, you know, being served, it's because your self-love is off, right? You can't, you will not allow someone to treat you worse than you would treat yourself when you have self-love. Sometimes we're not paying attention because life is busy, especially now with all the, you know, different things going on. But when you start to pay attention and you see that this person is not really caring about your feelings, caring about the things that are important to you, not, you know, being able to compromise and you start seeing, oh, I'm the only one who's doing, you know, the compromising in this relationship. If you have self-love, you will start to pull back, make a plan, exit plan to get out because you understand that you deserve exactly what you're putting into this relationship. And that's for male, female, right? Um, If you're like, 
if, and that's another way where men can see if a woman is there to use, to be in a relationship with them, to use them as a resource. Or are they looking to, you know, looking at who you really are and what you really need? You know, I, I, I often wonder why um, certain people, it could be men or relationship, are always trying to give. You know, sometimes, you know, you can, you can be in a relationship with someone and they are just givers. That is who they are. And they don't know how to receive. But you have to explain to them the cycle of giving and receiving, right? Um, and you have to, sometimes you have to teach them how to receive because that's who they are. And you don't want to drain them, right? Because some people are just, that's their nature. And it's not because of anything, you know, that happened in their childhood, nothing that they're, they haven't unpacked. It's just who they are. Relationships require you to be emotionally mature. And emotional maturity means that you look at relationships, regardless of whatever type of relationship, in its honest and truth form. Not with your, you know, rose-colored glasses, not with you being in denial, but with, you know, truth. Really, self-awareness is truth. You know, I could have did that better. I was really mean to her. I need to make that up to her. How am I going to do that? Well, what does she really appreciate? Right? What does she really love and enjoy doing? I'm going to do that. And I'm going to be present the whole time. Sometimes, you know, that little bit of consideration that you give to your partner, you know, it could be everything. Really. So when you're in relationships, think about the relationships that you have with your friends. You know, if your friendships are important, do you often retreat when you have or you find a significant other? What type of friend are you? Are you showing up in the way that you need to and your friends need need you to? Are you giving too much? Are you doing everything that they to assist them on their journey, and it's not reciprocated, right? Same thing with relationships. Are you always showing up for him, and he never shows up for you? You know, relationships, <coughs> I, I think relationships, love is very important. But what's most important, more important, like love is the baseline that should be going, you know, back and forth, you know, between you and your significant other, you and your friends, you and your parents, you and your cousins, <coughs> you and your siblings, right? Love is a under, it's just there in all the strings, right? Because it connects everything. But if there is no respect, if there is no loyalty, if there's no kindness, then you have to, you know, you have to check that, that relationship out and maybe what's required is you stepping back and then when they ask you be honest you don't respect me if you respected me you understand what would hurt me and you wouldn't do that 
right? So, um, and to get to that maturity level, I always say, you know, emotional maturity is not tied to your age. It's the enlightenment of self. It's an enlightenment of the orbit that you live in, right? It's emotional maturity is how close can you allow truth to be present? Think about that. Think about, you know, are you emotionally mature to even handle a relationship? You know, sometimes we look to get into relationships because they are, they are a great distraction to your life, to you handling and understanding of yourself. You know, you have to watch when you're going through your self-awareness journey, you have to watch how am I facing my truth, looking at myself, looking at my past, understanding the things that happened, understanding what I own and what belongs to another person, right? Like the actions sometimes, a lot of times, has nothing to do with you. Your response is your ownership, right? So are you looking at your past in your truth so that you can, you know, actually be present in the now and have that relationship with another human being? Are you ready to do the work? Because sometimes, a lot of times, the work is working on yourself so that you can show up authentically to this other person and vice versa, right? It's you both being able to be flexible. To me, flexibility is one of the most important uh, aspects to any relationship because you need that flexibility in order for the other person to grow and become because that should be everyone's, you know, goal is to, you know, evolve and become and, you know, go to a higher level of consciousness and the higher level of consciousness that you can even, you know, achieve is allowing the truth, whatever that truth is, whatever you're thinking about, be. And, you know, sometimes looking at that truth is seeing your actions and the things that you did and how you brought that upon you. You know, I always, you know, think of it, think of it this way. You know, if you always seem to, che- to choose to be in relationships with cheaters, you have to eventually become aware that you are your issue. You know, because you're choosing to connect with these people who thinks cheating is okay right? They're always making that decision. And that's on them. You know, to me, the the person who is cheated on is not the issue as far as in that relationship. It's the cheater. Like, why didn't they, you know, lean into their relationship instead of leaning outside of it? How is that going to help? Even if it's just casual sex. Well, if all you want is casual sex, then you do not necessarily want an exclusive relationship. Especially if that, that's what that person is thinking that's what's going on. If y'all have an open relationship, you know, do you, right? But if that person is expecting 
and wants and under, thinks that they understand that you are not sleeping with other people, then you have to figure out why do you always choose to cheat, right? So back to the person who's being cheated on, you if, if it's like every relationship, you are not getting that exclusivity that you are giving and want, you have to figure out why do you, what is that thing that those cheaters are feeding into that maybe you haven't unpacked? That's all. It's not the end of the world, right? The truth is not the end of the world. The truth is your directions, right? Of understanding sometimes in where you're going to go. But you need to understand that truth is there to guide, right? Guide you to the next thing. And it's not there to make you feel bad about yourself. You know, that's a perspective that you have to change. All right. So one of the things about relationships that's most important to me, in my opinion, is that we are emotionally mature to handle ourselves. Right. Because if both people are handling themselves or understanding themselves, um, being truthful and honest with themselves, kind of makes it easier to communicate and be that totally and wholly in the relationship. All right. So I hope this gives you something to think about today as you go along, um, along your journey. Think about the relationships that you are currently in, you know, whatever type of relationships that is or not in. Because a lot of times, you know, People are honest and like, I don't want to do the work that's required to be in relationship. <laughs> that would be me. If I ever got divorced, that would be me. I am not, <clears throat> I am not looking to do the work to be in the relationship because work is required. Work of self, work of compromise, right? So think about those things. You know, what is the goal in the relationship? that you have and what is required of you to show up fully for that other person. All right. So I hope this helped you on your journey. Um, I'm going to publish this today. You know, I actually started working on, I did the first segment on this back in beginning of July. (laughs) Beginning of August. That's just how busy my life is right now. You know, it's a lot of work. But I love doing this. Um, And actually, I forgot I even had this in my, uh, in the, you know, like the recording part. I was ready to do another um, episode. So maybe that's just my cue to slow it down and think about it a little more. But I thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to Tracy. Have a great one. Bye.